Hey, this is David from Common RDW here, and you're listening to the Feed from Geek Mountain podcast. You can find me at David RDW on Twitter and Common RDW on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Once again, back again, it's another podcast from your boy, Sharik and Pizza. That's me. And we also got Jacuz over there, my lovely co-host. Yeah. Say something, Jacuz. Hey, guys. All right. You said too much. It's the Feed from Geek Mountain. It's a video anime podcast hosted by two black people. Kind of. Jacuz don't count that much. He's like, he counts for like half. Hey, we don't do that. No, that's That's very divisive. That's divisive? Divisive? That is something the white the white man developed. That's something that the white man the black community. Race, like race is a social construct. I don't see color, okay? But you just <laughs> anyway. But uh today we also have a special, special guest. Super special because I've lived with this person. We used to bunk uh we did we did like the head to toe thing it was amazing uh this is (laughs) 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 he just said y'all used to cuddle that's what he said except Uh... like (laughs) we have the highly acclaimed author of his new book xeno christ of men and machine did i get that right well, that's the uh, that's the series of series. Yeah. Oh, see, it's even better. We have N. H. Weber, aka Nathan, from mm-hmm. the Americas, who is currently from the Americas. Though. From the Americas. <laughs> Explain more about yourself. People want to know more about you. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Um. Yeah. So I uh, I lived with you. Um, for some time, actually. What, what was that, two years? Damn, that was the longest two years of my life. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I still have photos of you drunk in yes. the living room. Yes. Oh, oh, my God, yes. I need more of those. You gotta send with, like, with like a note. With a note that I wrote for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that note. Um, yeah, yeah. There was a note and everything. Um, yeah, and Derwin... <laughs> he was still sleeping he was still sleeping in the living room that's crazy yeah you got (laughs) anyway that that was the bedroom yeah well so yeah so the living room was derwin's bedroom and uh this was when derwin was still because we had i think joe yeah rest in peace rest in peace joe he's not dead but he is forgotten um (laughs) he's somewhere (laughs) But uh, yeah, so we had Joe living there. So Derwin wasn't upstairs yet. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, so you got really drunk uh, after a gaming session. You were gaming. uh, I think you were doing Drunk League at that point. 
And then you came downstairs and just you fell down into the living room and then you started vomiting. So we had to time. like, yeah. So we had to like flip you over, make sure you had a puke bucket. And then uh, I took photos of all of this while flipping you off. And then I left a note like, <laughs> like you fucking suck or something. It was crazy. <laughs> but, uh, we, had, we had fun. We had fun. We played, you know, we remember those nights where we were playing, uh, uh, what was that fucking uh, bleach? We're playing Bleach on that PS2. Oh my god, dude! Oh, you got you were playing Bleach. You're yeah. playing Bleach Blade Battlers. Yeah, yeah on the multi tap. Yeah. Oh my god! And and everybody else, everybody else had that rule, no Chad, but they let me have Chad because I suck. <laughs> dude, Chad, dude, Chad was a god at that game, bro. He's so, Oh my god! Only time, only time I ever got any sort of kills was because of that Chad, and then and then Hollow Form uh, Ichigo. That was the only time. That was the only oh time. But they, everybody had that rule: no Chad. But they let me do it because I suck. That was so much fun. I f- totally forgot that I bought like a multi tap on fucking eBay. Yeah, eBay. Was- you got that multi tap on eBay. But yeah, so so yeah, we lived together. We actually worked together for, yeah, for a while there. For a while. At Baderbrow. Yeah. We were we were at the brewery for, together. Yeah, rest for in a peace, Baderbrow, definitely. Yeah, rip Rip Baderbrow. Yeah. yeah. Uh I I was just on the radio actually a couple weeks ago with oh, um, yeah. uh yeah, it was a Chicago station uh, talking about my book. And uh Rob and I had been on that radio station before to talk about the beer. That's crazy. So, uh, That's yeah, really so cool. uh, yeah, they invited me to come on to talk about my book, and I was like, "Well, you do know I don't live in Chicago anymore." Um, but yeah, after the brewery, um, I moved to Mexico. Uh, so I'm a I'm an ESL teacher just outside Mexico City. Oh, just outside. So that's me. That's yeah, cool. just outside. Should I? Do you want me to talk about my book? I don't. Yeah, like to talk about, book, talk, about uh, talk about your book. What do you do? Outside well, of obviously, teaching. Well, I, you know, outside of teaching, um, obviously I wrote the book, but uh, I also play um, Elite Dangerous on PS4. So I've been hardcore playing Elite Dangerous. Uh, if you're into space combat sims and stuff like that, there's like a, it's a one-to-one scale of the Milky Way. Mm. 400 billion stars and each star is an individual system with multiple planets and space stations so there's like local economies you have to mine asteroids you have to set up trading routes and stuff like that but it's an mmo it's an mmo and uh, yeah yeah i love it i play in a squad and we're a corporation we have a a we have a few fleet carriers we travel around and uh set up trading routes um and try and take over systems but uh, yeah, it's it's a ton of fun. It was on sale a couple of weeks ago on PS4 for like fifteen bucks. So I was like, yep. But uh, it was a kick. It was a That's Kickstarter crazy. game. Oh, it was a wow. Kickstarter game, believe That's it or not. Cool. Yeah, it was a it was a Kickstarter game back in 2015, Shit. and they somehow made they made a better No Man's Sky before No Man's, no Man's Sky. Sky. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It sounds like No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's 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 a better version of No Man's Sky, and it came out it came out like fucking three years before. That's crazy. So yeah, it, it's insane. But uh, yeah, so I play that, um, and then I wrote Xeno Christ, um, which is a one hundred and four thousand worded novel 
Uh, it's a cyberpunk thriller um, about the these uh, characters. They they uh, find out that uh, one of their friends and business partner had uh, killed herself. So they're trying to um, mm. figure out why. And while they're trying to figure out why, they end up becoming embroiled in um, a conspiracy involving uh, the Earth's government um, and then a contractor that the government uh, hires. Uh, and then also having to deal with um, this entity. They don't know what it is, uh, but it's from the darknet. Uh, and it's this entity that... Uh, is infecting people and it believes that it is a messiah of sorts so that's why the book is called xeno christ um Interesting. yeah so yeah and uh i'm currently writing the next in the series um it's not about the same characters it takes place a year after the end of the book okay um and it's about a woman in uh what is now called metropole de mexico uh, so instead of uh, Mexico City, it's now a metropolis that takes up the entire, well, uh, a third of the country. Mm. Um, and uh, so I thought to myself about this particular one, like, uh, what would graffiti art be like in the future? And I, I thought back to, like, a lot of, like, Brian style and stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, you know what? Art, graffiti art in the future is all augmented reality. So dope. like what if so like what if when graffiti artists are making their art, it's basically got code embedded in it that hacks people's minds so they're forced to see the art. So it's about this woman who does that, but she comes across our new art from an artist who has been dead for decades. And so she's trying to figure out like how is this new art? coming into augmented reality space when it's brand new but the guy's dead so um and Jeez. i'm calling that one lord of poison oh fuck dude that's that's intense don't don't spoil yeah. too much for our, our no no i'm still writing it i'm still writing it so uh but that's the general consensus of that book so that's what i'm writing right now uh but yeah xeno christ has been out for a couple of weeks and you know it's doing all right i'm, I'm pretty happy with it yeah so. i read uh what the 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 prologue and i started getting the first chapter yeah and i started getting to chapter one and i'm like yo this is crazy are you talking about the one on my website no i'm talking about the actual book <laughs> oh you got the book i oh, told man. you i got the book <laughs> oh yeah you did did you get the physical did you get the physical no i have the the digital ebook ebook okay yeah yeah that was designed by brian mm. brain killer the cover yeah. yeah i read yeah i read i went through all the like the the starter pages and whatnot i was like oh shit dude this is real yeah so so brian aka brain killer um he was the uh art director at baderbrow so that's how we all know him um but then he left baderbrow and uh he works in uh he's an art director for an advertising firm in chicago uh incredible artist and, uh, you know, Truly. I was, I approached him, I approached him about the cover and, uh, he wanted to break into cyberpunk art. Mm. So, uh, I thought, I thought that the cover really encapsulates, uh, a lot about what the book is, you know, you've okay. got this decapitated Android head, you know, placed on a pike, you know, I thought that was like very, yeah. uh, it was a huge metaphor for the entire book. Um, so, so I was very happy with it and, uh, yeah, I'm glad he did it. 
That's crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you're here. Uh, we appreciate you for coming on. But yeah. this is the anime and video game podcast. So tell us what you've been watching and playing, other than that No Man's Sky wannabe clone. Elite not a Dangerous. Clone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the rhythm button here and just start playing the no. fear. Oh That's my god! <laughs> That's what I mean. We're not gonna play fear, bitch. So what you've been well, what you've been watching since she told us what you've been playing lately? I just started watching um, season three of Psychopaths. Oh, that had a season three. Why? Yeah, it's on. It's on. It's on Prime in Mexico. I don't know if it's on Prime out there, but um, I have no clue. Uh, yeah, so if you've got Prime TV, uh, they've got the uh, OVAs. I believe they have the movie, and they have all three seasons that are out now. Anyway, so uh, I just started season three today. Damn, I fell off at the end of season one. I was like, that was a good, that was a good end to the story. See now, no, what I, well, season two is good. What I've been, what I've been hearing lately is that not well, as of late, rather, if that means any, if there's any difference. Um, people have been telling me that uh, Psychopath should have ended at like season one, and season two and three is just, or season two is just like whatever. Like it's, it doesn't even matter. No one fucking Whoa. cares about it. For me, for me, with season two, and I'm only an episode into season three, so I can't talk about that. But at least with season two, it felt like a really natural progression for Mm. not just the story, but with the world itself. Okay. Um, You know, because like, I, I find it interesting that, you know, you're dealing with a series where the main function of society is that they analyze uh your brains in order to determine whether or not you could be a criminal um but obviously with season one that guy's a sociopath Mm. um but with season two season two uh you're dealing with somebody who uh has multiple personality disorder and so the psychopath is constantly thrown off because they have multiple personalities uh so you know so far I feel like the natural progression of that series is dealing with villains who have various neurological disorders. Um, And they're not villains because of the neurological disorder. They're villains with the disorder. And uh, I feel like that's an interesting view on that. Okay. I see that. I see that. That sounds really cool, actually. Um, Yeah. So, so yeah, that's what I'm watching. I might might check it. I might check it out. It sounds a lot like uh, it invaded to me. Hmm. A little Um, bit. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, I've also been meaning to watch Baki, the new Baki. Oh, the new Baki. Yeah, because I just finished. That that shit is good. (laughs) Yeah, I I haven't seen the new season, but I've watched all the others, so I'm I'm caught up. Oh, uh, do you mean like the new series that's on uh, that's a (laughs) Netflix Afro quotation on Netflix original? Yeah, Uh, I had forgot that I even watched Baki um, back in the day until like I actually saw it on my anime list. I was like, I do remember watching this, and I was like. I remember being pissed because the, the show doesn't end with him actually beating his dad. His dad just like nope. kind of slaps him to the side, and you're like, "Yo, that's the end of it." Yep. <laughs> um, All right, spoilers. Let's go. <laughs> the show has been out since like the '90s, man. If you haven't seen yeah. it, there's uh, there's something else have that's been watched, out since the '90s. But have uh, you watched the new series though? I have. Oh uh, yeah, I, I I watched both seasons of it. What the fuck is with that scene where Baki's in bed with his lady friend, his special lady friend? 
and the dad shows up and he's just like, haha, you're becoming a man. It's like, holy shit, is this real? Yeah, what it, it's like super, it's super invasive. And you're like, bro, yeah, like, you can he's, like giving him pointers. he's like giving yeah. him pointers. He's like giving him pointers. Dude, in the second season, he says some weird shit to the, uh, to, to Poggy's special lady friend. Um, <laughs> it's just like, it, it's just, it's really weird and invasive. It's like, damn, like, yeah. why are you calling his, like, but it's like, these are all the components that Baki needs to become a beast, I guess. So, yeah, that's why it's just so involved. weird. Yeah, it really is. No, they have a really strange relationship. Uh, yeah. But I say, I say special lady friend because, uh, Angie and I just watched, uh, The Big Lebowski again. Oh, and there's Lord. that part where he's talking about, um, uh, the the redhead he he meets in that movie he's like stay away from my special lady friend. <laughs> but uh, Shuriken, <laughs> what you've been watching or playing? Uh, I've been uh, oh okay so I just started this new series I'm really excited for it. Uh, it's out on Netflix I think globally mm-hmm. which is weird. Um, it's called Japan Sinks 2020. It's based off mm-hmm. the book of the same title uh, Japan Sinks and that novel was made into a movie called tidal wave which i later heard was uh made again and recut for like american audiences it's very bizarre anyway but japan sinks is an anime now uh and it's dealt with in 2020 right as opposed to whenever the fuck the book was written a long time ago and it's basically what the title is about, right? Japan is literally sinking due to this massive earthquake or some type of like scientific research that's based upon how Japan and the island is and how um, the plates of Japan and work. I don't really know. I kind of like skimmed all that information. But basically, it's like this gigantic fucking earthquake and everyone's just dealing with what's happening afterwards, right? Um, the first episode is really good. It's really super bloody. It's super real. Um, it was, I think it, I think the director of Devilman Crybaby, Wonderland, oh. whatever the fuck. Yeah. Crybaby. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's directing this one too. So the animation, so like everything's super real, like everything's super realistic. It's, it's not no like sci-fi shit. It's like drama, drama, drama city. So uh, I'm really, I'm really excited about it. Um, obviously, all the episodes are out right now, so you can just speed run that shit. But I just started the first episode. I'm really excited about it. Basically, nice. that's, that's all I've been watching. Oh, and Yujikus, what you've been watching, playing? Uh, I've been watching a show called Monster. Uh, I came out early 2000s um i was actually telling you about this i highly recommend it um granted i'm only in eight episodes in but pretty much what it's about is it follows this doctor named uh kenzo tenma who uh, essentially is like the best of the best when it comes to surgeons um and he's on his way up in like the medical hierarchy at at his hospital like becoming like director next and taking over like the entire hospital right Mm-hmm. Um, until a certain event happens, a small event happens that completely changes the uh, trajectory of his life. Uh, without getting into it, because it's it's like a huge spoiler, so I won't like really talk about it. But it's just like after this one event, everything just changes like dramatically, and it the the anime is essentially uh, a mystery because he's trying to solve something like about this event. Okay, but I 
recommend it. It's really good. Uh, the animation is dated, so it's not the most appealing thing to look at. It has a very like gray tone to it, but mm. you know it's be like super realistic, I guess. Uh, it takes place in Germany too, so like it's really weird because he's he's a Japanese man living in, Ger- in Germany, um, and there's just like uh, there's times when they do speak uh, German and it's kind of bad. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's a pretty How good show. You know? It, it just isn't. I, you, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you, know. uh, <laughs> you got me. Um, oh my god. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I really like the show. Um, the story kind of reminds me of like a. Uh, uh, if if you like Death Note, I'll, I'll say that you'll you'll like this. Okay, that, that's like that's a pretty good comparison. I feel. I don't like Death Note. Ooh, you're not gonna like. Nah, you might actually still like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just Death Note. Death Note was weird for me. I don't know. Like, I just I I understood it, but I just didn't know why anybody felt the you know, yeah, know yeah. anime about it. You yeah. know what made it special? It was kind of like a shonen battle anime. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, battle with. But it, but it reads better. It reads better than watch. Like, I love yeah. the manga, but the anime is just like, this is boring. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna, and then I take a potato chip and, and eat, eat it. it. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> like, this is what I'm watching? Like, this is really what's happening? Like, yes. I don't, uh, I don't care. That, that shit was hype at the time. I don't, I don't care. It was. It was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it especially, was good for a Hot Topic. Oh my lord! It was hot, hot, hot topic. But speaking of hot topics, kinda, um, we're going into our main topic for today, which is Final Fantasy VII remake and the OG kinda comparison differences. We'll be looking at and reviewing shit that we don't like, shit that we do like, things that they got right and wrong with the series as of thus far uh and we will try to keep it with as many spoilers as possible so spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert hey there's gonna be a spoiler <laughs> there's gonna be a spoiler <laughs> just one there's gonna be a spoiler <laughs> so if you have not played it already uh I don't know. Maybe you should just listen to the rest of the podcast. I think this is something that has to be played to be truly enjoyed. I don't think any amount of listening to other people talk about it uh, will do it any justice, really. Because uh, I came in knowing a decent amount about Final Fantasy and Seven, and jumping into it, I'm like, <laughs> this is totally different from what everybody's been telling me. I I don't know who I've been listening to my entire life, so. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's, let's talk about just some straight up differences, right? Like right out the gate, straight up differences besides, uh, Cloud looks totally different now or whatever. (laughs) He has like screws coming out of his fucking shoulder. Like Jesus Christ, the shoulder pad. (laughs) Go, go. Who do you want to talk? You want me to talk? Yeah, start start start, start <laughs> with something fine, like very blatant. Well, I'll, I'll, first and foremost, I wanna I wanna go ahead and say that uh, uh, you are wrong. 
on that uh, on that shoulder bolt thing on his pauldron. Yeah. He has screws because, coming out. No, 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 no. If you go look, if you go look at the character drawing, the official character drawing, the official, the or, official character drawing. Yeah, from from the OG, he has those bolts from the, thing the cover art. Triangle. Yeah, from the it's in the I don't know if it's in the cover art, but it's um it's in uh one of the drawings. oh one of the okay like a concept from, from, like, art a manual okay Where it's like okay. it's in the manual and stuff like that. So so Cloud had bolts. He had them oh on his wrist. He had them on his put, wristband. I put, shit, I put that shit in the uh, Discord, by the way. <laughs> yeah. See, there you go. But yeah, Cloud Cloud has been decked out like that. But uh, you know, I would say the the uh, biggest difference, the biggest difference right out the gate, a hundred percent. You want story or you want something else? Something, anything, anything off the top of your head that's really blatant, huge difference. Obviously, combat. Obviously, combat. That's the the most obvious. Yeah, yeah. The most obvious. Combat would be the biggest difference. Yeah, the combat is. It's kept true to some degree. Um, There is like the soul of the combat is there. I see that completely. I feel Mm, like a lot of people can agree to that. I feel like that's the soul of of the combat is there, right? It's not entirely the same, right? Well, it's it's not even it's not even the same combat genre if you if you want to call it that yeah. because you know with yeah. the original it's turn based yeah but it's yeah. turn based it's turn based to a degree right yeah because with the original seven they had what was called the ATB gauge and that's in the remake yeah. but they function differently yeah so Completely. in the original in the original the ATB would fill up based off of a statistic from the individual character, right? Mm-hmm. So it fills up at a specific rate. And you can increase that rate with items, spells, leveling up, so on. Um, and then you can choose a uh, action, right? Obviously, with the remake, it's all action RPG. So you're running around swinging your giant sword or stick or shooting people with a gun arm. Um, and you're filling up the ATB, which is a charge to use for an additional action, like a special action. So, so I would say first up, combat a hundred percent different. The soul is there, but the functionality is a hundred percent different. Yeah. Um, Jakuz, uh, what it like? What is like? I guess both of you, because I I've never played OG. I like skipped that part of my life. I wasn't really into RPGs until like I really hit like uh, like Kingdom Hearts phase, really. Aside no. from Pokemon, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon is an RPG. Uh, I got my own feelings about Pokemon, but anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, what can we compare? to it then like what what's kept the same right what's been the same what's kept Um, the same between the two for me for me the the heart of the game is the same i would say the heart of the game it's not the soul you're talking well (laughs) i don't believe in souls Ah! souls, (laughs) what about dark souls Oh my god, those are the only souls. <laughs> but uh, 
all um, souls all souls matter um no true, true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fucked up so um but no i would say i would say honestly the heart of the game itself at least for the portion that we all got to play you know yeah because what the remake does is that it took a five-hour section of the original and and made it into you know a 40-hour game so um but honestly the 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 heart of that game is still there you're talking about um a guy who doesn't know his place in the world yet he does know who he is though but he doesn't know how he can apply himself i want to talk about that too actually yeah, yeah especially after leaving too. i can't wait to get to that and part. Yeah, so he he doesn't know how to apply himself into the world, but he knows who he is, or at least thinks he is. Uh, spoiler, um, and and you're dealing with uh, the environmental uh, group Avalanche. That's still there. Their purpose is still there. Everything is still on point from the original in terms of uh, uh, the the goal and the heart of it and even some of the dialogue is the same you know they did transfer some of that dialogue over um but uh, for me for me that's what's the same mm. what, what about you jacuz i mean i would have to agree with uh nate um i like i said i only played uh just through the po- prologue of the game because i was playing it on um it's playing on my iphone <laughs> and, i got it on iphone too yeah, and uh, I took a break just because I started playing other stuff, and I haven't really like been out and about <laughs> since you know COVID nineteen. Oh but, my um... god! <laughs> oh, we're gonna do the whole my... podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> you just... <laughs> my bad. I keep forgetting like it's a no no to say that out loud. Like it's so crazy because uh, you know YouTube. Anyways, anyways, getting back to it. Um, yeah, it, it, they pretty much kept a lot of like the story beats and stuff the same in the game, um, but just like it's just they added to it essentially and expanded it out um, by adding mm-hmm. like, you know, quests and stuff like, well, I mean, there were quests in the prologue of the game too. It's just not as uh, obvious. You have to talk to every NPC to find those. Um, but yeah, that, I don't know. I feel like they kept like, like Nate said, the heart of the game pretty much the same. Yeah. Well, to, to, to expand on your point about uh, quest uh, uh, in the original, um, it's not that it's not that like it wasn't obvious to do. It's that when we think about quests in old RPGs, and it's crazy that I'm saying Final Fantasy VII is old. It is, you know, because I was like I was like 12 when that game came out. You're old. Um, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but uh, you, you know, when you look at the old RPGs uh, from from Super Nintendo to uh, PlayStation One. Yeah. Uh, I'll just disconnect right now. Ah! <laughs> I'll rage quit. I'll rage quit. Let this man talk. We're gonna to talk about this later. Pokemon is a, Pokemon apparently is not an RPG. You heard it here first. Huh. Nathan H. Weber, 2020. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. No. Ah, fuck, fuck dog fighting the game. Anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, at the heart of Pokemon, though, it's an RPG. Oh my god! Uh, really? Okay, we're we're done. We're podcast. done. That's a whole other podcast. We're done. But God, I remember uh, now. I know what I was talking about. So the quests, like the side quests that you can get or do, I should say, yeah. 
in the original Final Fantasy, when we think about side quests, we think about it in terms of like modern gaming, you know, where you like go a, like to a, a quest giver. Yeah, you go to a quest giver and they're like, hey, um, I need you to destroy three pots because I fucking hate my life. Go do that. And then you have a checklist on the side and then your little mini map tells you where to go, whatever, okay. right? But old RPGs didn't do that. There wasn't a lot of hand-holding back then. Yeah. When it yeah. RPGs. It was just like, like a, one of the side quests, quote-unquote, for the original Seven was in the slums of Midgard. Um, you could come across a guy sick in bed and there's yeah. another guy standing there and the, he's just like, yeah, he's fucking sick. And you're like, oh shit, okay, well that sucks. So you're like, oh shit, that sucks. And then you walk away, right? Yo, but it, that ass though, he's just like, yo, that man's that man's dying. Yeah, yeah, basically what it is. He's like, oh shit. He's, he's just sitting there, he just staying there watching. Cause I remember I yeah. did this uh, side he just quest. Stands there. And I, oh, I keep calling it side quest, but I I I I ran into this when I was playing it uh back in the day, but go on. Yeah. So so you you see the guy, he's just standing over like his dad or something. He's like, oh shit, he's dying. And so, but, you know, if you find a hyper potion, I believe it was a hyper potion, something like that, in, it was somewhere around seventh heaven, and then you go back to that guy, you can give him the potion, potion, and then he'll give it to the, to the guy sick. And so yep. it's like, so side quests... Uh, if you want to call them that back then uh, were more like optional were more like optional tasks that sort of like expand some things that, that's, if you wanted and, to. And it, and it was more it was definitely more natural than like uh how it is in a remake because in a remake I, I honestly did not like the side quests a lot oh I, that, hold on hold on Let's, well before we get to, so before, before we get the like yeah, so before we get into that i do want to point out though is that when you do give that guy the potion he does give you a completely useless at start item called the water ring not a lot of people know this. If you wear the water ring on any of your party members in this particular combat, um, you can breathe underwater in a particular section of the game. Oh. Not a lot of people know about that. But so it's not completely useless, but they don't, but they're in the old RPGs, they don't tell you, hey, this is a quest, and they don't tell you what the reward is. Could that like be like you kind of see in modern day? Could that be part of the times or was that an intentional do you think that that was like an intentional thing for it for quest or side quest to be like more subtle or something well, like that i don't know yeah so i felt like I, it, I, no go ahead i felt like it was like some setup to make it feel like more of an adventure because it's something that you kind of uh stumble upon Mm -hmm. As opposed to like know about like in like most games nowadays, like you know when you're about to get the side quest because a character like has an icon above their head and they just mm -hmm. you know like, <laughs> because games yeah. have trained you to like just know those things, right? So yeah, now we're getting into the game day, logic. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, I mean uh, you can make argument for both. I feel like more well, more like the technology wasn't there. I feel like uh, I feel well, like uh, not 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 necessarily. Not necessarily. The technology was there, but you have to remember is that Final Fantasy was basically a ripoff of Dungeons and Dragons. That's yeah. what they aimed to do. Yeah. They used monsters, 
up, you know, they tried to use the likeness to a degree where it's like, yeah, I, I can't sue you over doing this, but it's very close. Mm-hmm. Um, all the statistics, the classes, everything yeah. was a knockoff of Dungeons and Dragons. And so Final Fantasy had this culture in RPG uh, 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 fandom where it's just like the adventure is what you make of it. If you go out looking for this stuff, you could stumble upon a sick guy, give him a potion, and you get a super helpful item that you're not going to use until the third disc of the game. You know, uh, that's how RPGs were because it required players that were used to that sort of thing. But uh, as as we've progressed with video games, it's a major uh, uh, part of people's lives now. Twitch is massive. You've got people playing Twitch games. And, you know, when I was younger, playing video games was like, oh, yeah, you know, you're just this nerdy guy with no friends. But now it's now it's mainstream. And because of that, I feel like they've had to alter how we perceive certain aspects of RPGs, right? Because if you tried to do what the original Final Fantasy did today, people would get pissed. They're like, well, why do I have to wait my turn to attack this guy? You know, like, <laughs> how do I know? How do I know that guy is going to give me a quest or not? You know, I get and nobody, that. Nobody's got time for that anymore. I feel like... Uh... I can actually... I, oh, I, I feel like... My bad. I don't mean to cut you off. Sure, you can. Um, but I feel like there is a game like that today, and I I think that's like Dark Souls because I feel yeah. like either, I can just like it. Like Dark Souls takes a lot of uh, you know uh, elements from like old RPGs. But now we're digressing. Yeah, now we're digressing. Um, I mean, I know that f- I just know from what I've been told that Final Fantasy VII's done some, like, real groundbreaking, like, shit that's pretty much been inspired, that, like, inspired many genres, even, of RPGs, Mm -hmm. uh, many elements of RPGs, so, like, I get that Final Fantasy VII, like, is, like, this great game, so let's just, let's just dive right into it. I want to be, like, I want to play Devil's Advocate. I have a lot of shit that (laughs) I don't like with the remake. (laughs) I have a lot of shit I don't like with the remake. This is not, this ain't, this game is not perfect. If someone told told you this game is perfect, they gave this shit a 10 out of 10. Yo, don't trust that man with your money. Don't trust that man with your life. Don't trust this person with anything. Oh God! Because is there really a perfect game out there? Yes, there's a perfect game out there. It's called Pokemon yeah, what Blue. Pokemon. Get fucked. Get fucked. Get fucked. Oh my god. So, uh. I I raise you, Missingo. There is a perfect game yeah. out there, and we'll be talking about that in two weeks. But until then. Anyway, 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 let's talk. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the combat, right? Let's talk about this combat. But first, Uh, I I did want to mention. I did want to mention this. Cloud's out of movement. Oh, and we talked about this on the fucking on the 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 stream. Cloud's out of movement. Uh, sorry, Cloud's out of battle movement is jank as fuck. This shit, I don't know how this shit passed fucking testing or Q&A. His movement is jank. Okay. Okay, so 
Yeah, you mean like how they lock they lock you into certain animations and stuff? No, yeah, no. kind of in a way. I know what but he's yeah. talking about. I, I know what he's talking about, yeah, and I'm going to tell you right it. now: you just sucked at that. Mm-hmm. You just. Oh, sucked let me at drink my beer. Hold up. No, not not that yeah. not that part. Not I that watch, part. I, I don't have. Stream. I have any. I don't have what, any wait, wait, issues. Let me let me be the let me be the impartial person here. What part? Because I missed the stream. I'm, he's okay, talking so, about the part with uh, the robot arms. No, I don't have it. No, no. Is, is that not that part? Wait, this is, no, I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about when you're in Aerith's house. And you have to sneak out. Oh, no, I'm not talking about that. No, I'm not talking about that. I am. How many tries? How many tries did that take you? It took me like five. Yeah, and I watched every try. Because I'm like, well. It is on my Facebook if y'all want to see this shit. Yeah, but, you just um, got to walk slow and not bump into well, my Okay, that, I, I don't, I don't have any I issues said. with that. I don't have any issues with that. I don't, I don't, that's fine. But I guess I kind of do. But it's just, what I have is just his overall movement. He, like, he has, like, 50,000, like, frames to, like, just take a step forward. And then he, like, kind of, like, has to breathe bef- when he stops in place. And it's just like, what is this? Like, there's PS2 RPGs that like function better than this movement. <laughs> no, because you're talking. You want you wanted pinpoint accuracy. Yes. And the thing with the game is that it's fluid. It's, the emotions are fluid. It's they too are. fluid. It's too fluid. Yeah. You you don't like it because yeah. it's too it's, fluid. Yeah. And it's and subjective. yeah yeah he does take a gigantic step. He does. Like, I will give you that. He does take a gigantic fucking step. <laughs> that could have been changed, right? <laughs> but, but we're talking about, but his movements are... Yeah. yeah. But his movements are more realistic. So when you're looking at it, look at, think about it in terms of, like, GTA, right? Like, yeah. one, uh. of my, one of my biggest issues with GTA is the way they fucking move, especially with 5. And when you look at 5, though, is that you'll move, and when you stop, they don't just stop on a dime. They stop yeah. like they natural, like you naturally, naturally would stop. stop. Yeah, and that's a and that's a realistic game though. That's what that's like. I don't have any qualms with that. But when I'm playing like an action RPG, it's all about precision and accuracy to me. You know. Um, well, but that's not but that's not a main focus of. The it's not game. a main focus. I'm just saying yeah. that it could have been it could have been dialed back a bit. It could have been I don't know looked at a little bit more i don't know i I think if they had dumbed it down for your standards dumbed it down (laughs) um if they had dumbed it down for you oh my um, god well what i what i I like like, to okay go ahead go ahead go ahead i feel like i feel like if they had done that though um you take away from some of the realism of that game because there are even it's a blend of fantasy Fantasy. and and cyberpunk and uh realism uh, where you've got more realistic characters than you did in the original. Um, and then there's some technologies that are real. Like, we have a lot of those technologies in the game. So they wanted... I feel like they wanted to go for that more realistic movement. And I can see... The, the looks. I could see where... Yeah, and I could see where some people might not enjoy that for that type of game. Mm-hmm. But honestly, for me, it just added to how immersive it, it was in sections. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah, hey, boy, I was about to say, I'm glad you said that, Nate. 
Oh my god, this 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 hold on, no, this man Jacuz, this man Jacuz loves the word fucking immersive. And I swear he uses it so much he doesn't even know what it means. He does not know what it means. Dude, no, like how the atmosphere anyway game and like how all the mechanics come together and just make this like peace. Like well the he doesn't understand it because I was I when I was saying it, I was saying about I was saying about horror games. If we're gonna, you you wanted to branch off for a sec. No, we're not. Yeah, let's 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 back <laughs> up. What's what's something that you guys like about the combat? Uh, it's once you learn it, it's it's once it's you amazing. learn it. <laughs> yeah, like once you get used to the combat, that's not a. Like that's um, not a. That's that's not that a real thing. <laughs> it, that is a real thing. That's once a sense you, of accomplishment. Once right you there. once you learn uh, basketball, yeah. you'll love it. Once you once you no. master basketball, well, you love it. No, you know why you know why you salty about this. No, that's not. A, I feel like that's not like a real. I don't feel like it's a real like. No, I don't feel like salty. You salty about this because you didn't bother learning the materia system. I was sitting there watching that stream, and you're like, oh, I didn't I have to learn the materia system. What I still don't know. I still don't know what the the materia yeah. system, the double socketing that's thing loadout. is. I still don't no, know what your, it is. Your materia, your materia loadout is <laughs> literally loadout. half. Li, I still uh, don't. The materia system is half the combat. The materia really system is can. half that combat. If you have a shitty loadout, you're gonna do shit in combat unless you play on easy, which you switch to. Um, but that's okay. besides the point. <laughs> okay, what? Okay, what else? Skip that. Uh, what, what? So for me, for me, we already talked about this. I said the fluid movements of the characters. I thought comboing in combat was clean. Yeah. I thought that was clean. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. I think. No, yeah. I, I personally, I found myself more drawn to play Tifa more because I thought she was yeah. super fun to play with. I think she needs mm -hmm. to be in Tekken. I think she needs to be in every like hand to hand right? like fighting game because yo, her oh, yeah. moveset is yeah. That was great. That was put, her in put her in Smash instead. Put of her in Smash. Yes. Put her in <laughs> yo. Smash. That would, been, people, that would have been uh, awesome. And then watch you get banned from the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that would be that would be because she's got the dolphin kick and then go straight into the dive. And it's like that alone would be broken and She'd be the next the next bayonetta, pretty much. Yeah, basically. Wow. But that's besides the point. Yeah, I felt like playing Tifa when you really want to get in there with that combat, I felt like switching to Tifa was really rewarding yeah oh especially after you break an enemy's guard and they're like um there's pretty much just down break an enemy's like, guard you mean stagger stagger thank you yeah stagger. Stagger. oh lord you're so critical man you're so <laughs> hey, critical. hey i'm just saying i'm just saying you're, you're so critical man um anyways once you stagger somebody it was nice to run up on uh on them with tifa and then uh combo into them and just keeping like just your atp up and just like continually, like, oh, uh, Tifa was the best part of that. Well, you know, what's interesting about that, uh, because Sean didn't bother playing the actual game, true, um, the Chatterley, <laughs> the Chatterley reports requires you to get a 200% stagger bonus. And that is difficult. And you have to do it with Tifa. You absolutely have to. There's no way that. you can get it. Well, you know, 200%. there's a stagger. It's once yeah, they're staggered know, and they go beyond it, right? Oh, yeah, the damage. So, that's yeah, the like damage every, percentage? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know so, much about that. 
Yeah. yeah once so you get Tika, to there, you start doing like massive. Chadley, oh, the yeah. intern, intern dude. Yeah. Yeah. So Chatterley, oh, Chatterley, in order, in order to get uh, one of the summons, I forgot what summon it is. In order to get a summon, you have to uh, finish that report, and so you have to get two hundred percent stagger bonus. The only way to do that is to have most, if not all, of Tifa's skills. And you just have to uh, nail this combo, and that's how you get it. But um, mm. yeah, Tifa, Tifa was probably the more fun. If I wanted to go for just straight combat, you know, I used Cloud when I wanted to experiment with different things, uh, like different materia, stuff like that. I would switch to Cloud. But uh, yeah, Tifa that is good. Mm. I found I found myself you um, using Baird a lot, it, just to go into like uh, FPS mode. <laughs> well, so FPS here's mode. the thing. So I third when person, we, third person shooter. Excuse me. So, so oh. this is going to be a negative, and I know we're talking about positives right now. Yeah, let's talk about talk let's talk about negatives. Negative. Go ahead. Well, I'll I'll just bring up this one negative. A bring up a bunch. Particular about well, shut up. <laughs> 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 Particularly about Barrett. Now, when you're playing as Barrett in combat, mm -hmm. the camera is the shittiest camera. Yeah, it's it pretty. Is, yeah, it's it pretty... reminds me. It reminds me of like uh, the fucking camera from uh, like the oh. first Tomb Raider. It is just janky for no reason. Yeah, uh, if you're like, up against you're... like any wall, it's like yeah, the, literally the first area. The first area against you play the wall, it. Hmm? The Go first ahead. area you play is Barret. The, like you have to kill the turrets, but they're yeah. angled so terribly. And yeah. I, I remember struggling with that in the, uh, yep. in the tutorial, not the tutorial, in the in demo. The, uh, demo. In the demo. I mean, yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, I can't hit this at all. Yep. I same thing is that when you when you finally get Barret, you're like, holy shit, yeah, How this does is that make awesome. Fast, Long range attacks. And the the biggest issue is that Germany. you know if you're aiming anything while you're up against the wall, or if they are above you. Yeah, which is like, and and there's structures around. If there's structures around and you have to aim above yep. you, yep. yeah, good luck, because I've, that camera basically zooms in on his balls. I felt and that so was like, like well, every character I was playing with, I was like, let me just try to hit this guy in the air. I really don't care about this right now. And I'm like, yeah, oh, the camera. my character doesn't like fuck. He's not my character isn't like fucking Sora. They're not gonna automatically. Sometimes they do, but it's kind of jank. Yeah, they don't like jump up in the air immediately. They kind of have to like, okay, I have like this like one centimeter fucking like I don't know range to like actually hit this guy in the yeah. air. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, come on, like y'all, what? But, what? <laughs> yeah, especially especially with the way the hit boxes work in yeah. Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, because the hit boxes are so narrow when you're fighting aerial uh combatants if you're using anybody other than barrett and Aerith, yeah good luck because <laughs> you have to you have to you have to hit them perfectly Perfect. in the air even with cloud's gigantic yes you still Bro, you still you, have to hit it perfectly i remember just zooming into the air and just falling down there's a section where you're running around with just like i think it's tifa Aerith, and uh cloud <laughs> in the warehouse and there's like flying enemies and like yep. i just refused to switch to Aerith and use her uh yep. <laughs> and i was like fine i and i'd switch to Aerith and finish the fight in like two seconds but like playing this cloud you would just zoom up into the air strike and then miss and then fall and miss right everything else. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get one hit. You I get one hit that. with uh, Tifa or uh, Cloud, and then they move away during yeah. the fight because you can't put enough pressure on them to stop them from moving while you're in the air because the aerial combos aren't as quick. So aerial combat for me was a little iffy. I I mean, I get that wasn't the focus. Yeah. So like it wasn't a big issue for me, but the sections where they required it yeah. and the characters that they had you play, play as, as couldn't do it. That's when you really notice like Jesus Christ, like this is awful. Like I hated it. Yeah. They yeah. were very frustrating. They were very frustrating. I remember thinking during that uh, certain sections being like, didn't they like make Kingdom Hearts? Like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is basically. I feel like this is like a. I mean, it's essentially Final Fantasy XV's uh, combat system, just like slightly reworked oh, with like yeah. elements of like Kingdom not Hearts. Really. With elements of Kingdom Hearts. I mean, it's not a. It's not a button masher. I will say that it's not a button masher yeah. on normal, but. It's definitely elements of Final Fantasy Fifteen that they took right with the game and like kind of mm-hmm. threw in like some good menuing, and it was yeah. like, here you go, this is Final Fantasy Seven remake. Enjoy. And just a caveat, yeah. Final Fantasy Fifteen's <laughs> Which, camera was horrible. Also, it was yeah, yeah it wasn't great. Was, but I have I have to say that I really did pr- probably one of my favorite things about the game was that the boss battles they were all hella fun or normal they were oh yeah so, yeah so it felt so rewarding to like beat a boss and but you had to beat the boss like a certain way or like the characters would like vibe off each other and be like hey that's not working you got to do this thing and be like oh okay let me I'm, i will try that actually i will try that thing thank you and mm-hmm. then like you would do the thing and then you were just like oh my god it works perfectly you would get these different cutscenes. And it, all these bosses had like different forms, so it was it wasn't just like the final boss had like a different forms. It was like every boss kind of had like a different form, like up to a certain point of the game, you know. And then every boss would just kind of like have this transformative moment, and you'd be like, "Oh shit! Now I got I can't do the same shit now. I got to like do something else." So it just felt it felt challenging at like the normal level, you know. Um, and that yeah, was really cool. Of- yeah. Yeah. They did a good job of escalating the the fights, uh, and it, it really does just like pull you in, and you have to like know what you're doing too. Because I remember that first uh, boss fight against the tank when I was playing with uh, Barrett, um, Barrett and uh, Cloud. That shit. I, I remember I was like doing pretty good, and then I you know, changed my strategy up and and got like destroyed instantly. Uh, yeah, Scorpion Tank. Scorpion Tank. If you don't know what you're doing like that's with any of those bosses i think for me in particular um the the biggest strategic boss was probably the airbuster what was that what was that that's the one that's the one at the shinra headquarters oh Um, the one with the laser the gigantic yeah that one was a little wonky that was a little wonky for me because i'm like how does this laser actually work does it follow me when is it detonate i can't really tell like does it detonate like when it gets close to me i don't know (laughs) yeah so with that particular one that is a very strategic battle because not only do you have to plan the fight while you're running to the fight but then you have to strategize while you're actually at the fight because that one you can like pick up key cards and deactivate certain components to make the fight easier so you have to strategically plan a fight that you haven't even been in yet yeah so 
So that one was that one took a lot of effort, and it was still even though I did, I found all of the key cards, and I thought I got myself to a pretty even balance. Like you know, oh, I've got this number down and this number down evenly. Um, even though I did all that, I still felt like that fight took a lot. Hmm. That's interesting. I know. Yeah, I, even uh... Genova. I feel like even Genova wasn't that strategic. Whoa. Like Genova's Whoa. fight, because you have to fight the tentacles and you go from tentacle to tentacle and you just fight them. For me, I was like, okay, that's just normal oh, fight. Right, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. But but that airbuster, that's where I was like, holy shit, like I have to place my characters. Oh, what was because that? it's like a T intersection. Yeah. So you have to place them around the T intersection huh. and fight. It, it was it was rough. What was so. a what was a hard ba- boss battle for you, Jacuz? I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, what, what, I believe his name is. Uh, what the hell is that dude's name? But you were gonna say oh it. none of the boss battles are hard for me. Wait, who? <laughs> no, I, I struggled on a good amount of them. Um, I'm trying to think. It's a boss battle where you're on top and you're fighting the guy in the white suit with his uh oh, his robotic. Yeah. Oh, Rufus. dude. Oh my god. That okay, that will have to be the I worst second, boss battle in the fucking game. But, so yeah, that was. No, 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 no! It was super easy, actually. It was super easy, even on fucking normal. But do you know why that fight is so annoying? Why? Because nobody, nobody bothered to use Braver in that fight. The fuck is Braver? Braver is one of your moves. Oh, the the jumping thing. He can't block. Yeah, he cannot block Braver. What the fuck? How yeah, is that supposed I mean, to know I, that? Is that in like I, a hidden collectible like note diary or some shit or some side? No, quest? it's a callback. It's a callback to the original. Is that huh. he? Uh, he's susceptible to braver uh, because he would. Um, I believe with the original Rufus fight, uh, he would counterattack every time you did anything else. That- but if you did Braver, Braver dealt the most damage. And, you know, obviously it's your limit break, so it's going to deal a lot of damage. But Braver hit the hardest for him. That's so fucking um, stupid. I'm, I'm so going to say remake, that right out there. In the remake, game. if you use Braver, you 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 always hit him with Braver. That's so, so stupid. You, yep, so you put the pressure on him and just start hitting Braver until you get your limit break. That goes back to, him. like, a, a complaint that I have about the, general, the game in general or maybe the general game the game doesn't seem to me that it's for any newcomers to the one the final fantasy genre to final fantasy 7 in general and to rpgs like it's this is not a game i would recommend to anybody getting into any rpg for the first time at all there's no way this game i feel like it was made exactly for people that love final fantasy 7 I I kind of disagree with that. Yeah, just I, with that I feel like it was made for new people, but still had hints how, from the old how game. How the hell, like, if you did like, not like play when, Final Fantasy like, VII, were you supposed to know that Braver worked on fucking Rufus? Because it's, it, it, you can call it, you can call it a fucking like uh, a Easter egg or, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, but uh, it's a callback. Yes, it's a callback to the other games. Just like people like playing and seeing, like, let me see if Braver still works on this guy and finding out. Oh my god, it staggers instantly. You, you know, yeah. like like we, that's. When you have That's a bunch cool. of other moves in your, you what, like Cloud gets like what, like six, seven, six, seven skills in the game, right? Yeah. The I first skill you learn go, is Braver. You're going to use Braver feel, on this guy. <laughs> I feel like you're, I feel like you're upset about it because you didn't know. 
And so, yeah. like, no, was not like, only that, that, Rufus that was super easy. He was super, he had the same, like, ABC, like, type of, like, skill set for, like, any other yeah. generic boss in any other game. Except when it came to any other boss fight in Final Fantasy VII, every other boss fight was, like, it wasn't ABC, really. It was, well, like, AXZY, uh, well, EFE. You know, Ruf, Rufus was 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 hard for me. I don't I don't know why it took me like three tries to uh, to beat him because I think it was like his uh his his panther was like fucking me up because I kept trying to focus on him but they kept attacking yeah. me from behind. Um, and I was just like at this point in the game, like you know, like oh man, I beat all these other bosses. I didn't really struggle on anyone. And I'm like, oh, the beat this dude's ass. This is humanoid. Like what? Like how? You know, I kind of underestimated the fight. So. It well, took me a little bit, and I had to really, like focus on it and like actually pay attention. You but. also need the proper loadout, and that's the thing that I was <clears throat> talking to Sean about. Or Shagan, sorry. Um, that's fine. That's that that's kinda, it. That kind of <laughs> sucks. Cause how would you know that? Like going into well, like the uh, fight, going into the fight like, the first the, time. Yeah. Well, well, the thing is, is that the the point of the game isn't to like remember callbacks it's to strategically build your materialist right is it? so yeah. you need to pay attention to what's on there so like for that rufus fight going into it you need counterattack. first and for you have to have counterattack going into the same with sephiroth but you need counterattack, and you need uh i think it's called uncanny dodge and you have to have those max because with uncanny dodge if you roll forward towards the enemy and then attack instantly the he does an aoe so basically you can knock him and the panther down and then focus on the panther and then start whooping on rufus yeah so, i see i use that skill in the uh in the sephiroth fight because <laughs> i yeah. discovered that like late like kind kind of late game <laughs> what, yeah. what the dodge the dodge mechanic like the the AOE uh, mechanic that you can add on with the materia. Yeah, well, yeah. because that's dodge. So, and the thing about that particular one is that you can actually increase the. Uh, I, I believe that one has like a mechanic where it does increase the um, the invincibility uh, frame rate yeah. for dodging. Yeah. So when you max out that dodge materia. Um, and you're just dodging around like you fucking Dark Souls the shit out of it with Cloud, you're unstoppable, you know. So, so that Rufus fight, a lot of people just they they were trying to use technique, and it's like, yeah, just pressure him, get rid of the dog first, and then use Braver a bunch of times, and there you go. That's that was that was the thing. If it, it felt like it felt like too much common sense. Like it was like, all right, get rid of the dog first. All right, boom. <laughs> then now you left with Rufus. Then he kind of like has a cutscene. Right, where it's like, all right, I'm about to get harder. I'm like, okay, and then, uh, which I didn't have a problem with. I was like, whatever. But I like that man, but that man was dodging around the screen a lot. But he was still <laughs> do the, he was still do the same fucking like move set, right? He would do with so, the coin. Yeah, he would do like a coin attack, or he would do like smoke and then shoot you, or he would just straight up shoot you, or do like a, I don't know. Did he have like a dash thing? I don't know. But he would do like no, a regular he had attack. A, he had a... He had a melee counter. Yeah. If you were too close, he would grab you. Yeah, like, every stupid boss has that shit. It's, it's whack as fuck. But, like, he would he would shoot, right? And then he would reload. And then so you would be like, all right, I can hit him while he's reloading. He hit him while he's reloading. And then, like, he would try to do, like, a back off thing. And you would just, like, roll away. 
And then you just repeat that over and over until you die. And I'm like, yo, is this really how I'm supposed to beat this fight right now? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. for real? <laughs> I, would say, I would say my biggest complaint about the Rufus fight in general is that um, even when you look at the original, where you fight Rufus uh, at that point in the game, I still feel like the fight was easier in the original. I feel like that fight was exponential. Even though it's just Cloud and it's turn-based... I feel like in the original, it was easier, hmm. even for where you were in the game. You know, because at that point, you had taken on the Airbuster, you had taken on uh, the Scorpion, you had taken on the Swamp Thing, you'd taken on plenty of other difficult bosses. Yeah. But in the original, Rufus for me was easy. And same with the Turks. Um, but for some reason in the remake, they amped them up. They made them like yeah. tricky. They made them annoying. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, it added that like element of, uh, that was a real boss fight. Yeah. Cause I'm like, Oh, okay, I got to fight like these two, like actual, like mainish characters. I'm like, all right. Yeah. And then I got the whole squad with me. So I'm like, okay, I actually got to think about how I do shit. And then one character yeah. gets trapped and then I'm like, Oh, okay. You know? So that, I felt like that was, that was a great boss fight. I was very yeah. happy when I finished that shit. Cause I'm like, Whew, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I did that yeah, one on I, normal I thought, too. Mm, yeah. But yeah, I thought I thought it was a very satisfactory battle. I liked the the Rufus fight, but I do think that they did amp it up. Uh just because it's towards the end of the game. So it was a little I, weird. But but a, a a positive, one of the positives for me really, mm-hmm. um I really like the slowdown during ATV Select. I feel like that's a really good positive. Yeah, that was really cool because like that I thought that was ex- executed perfectly. Yes, that was that the was most perfect. perfect thing in the fucking game because combat was still ongoing. Nothing actually yeah. stopped. And that's just like in the yeah. original. Just like in the original shit, people were still beating yeah. your ass while you were thinking. And so yeah. you actually had to like think of what was like what was the proper thing to do in that exact specific moment yeah but like maybe like a second ahead or two seconds ahead you know yeah so i felt like the atb select slowdown was really good i really enjoyed the skill variety and how it's tied to the weapon until you learn it from the weapon and then it's permanent i thought that that was a really cool mechanic um i also really like no it's not original at all i guess for the i guess for the the series yes for the for the well, OG, yeah, for, right. For seven, for seven, I had never. In seven didn't have weapon leveling, like the whole orb thing yeah. was new. Because you use AP. Because originally AP was, or no SP. That's what it was for your weapons. Mm-hmm. SP in the original is a totally different thing. But then you have AP, and APs for your materia. But um, no, I thought the SP system was really good for the weapon leveling, yeah. because you could go back and get braver, right? If you just have the b- proper loadout, you could, or not braver, um, the Buster Sword. So mm. you could go back and use the Buster Sword. Yeah, and it's still irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, it's still a relevant weapon. Even even the goofy nail bat weapon, <laughs> you know, which is which is actually that's another reference to the original. The nail bat was um, a weapon that had tons of materia slots for no reason. It's one of the dumbest weapons, but it had the most amount of materia slots. So it's like, yeah, you can use this ultra low hitting weapon 
that's goofy to look at, but you can have the most amount of materia on it. So, on it, yeah. So it was funny to me. You know, it's a callback. Um, but for the, uh, for the OGs, I thought, I thought, yeah. So I thought the SP for was the a OGs. good system. Um, what about character changing? Character oh, changing. Like, what about Jacuz? Jacuz, let's get. We gotta Jacuz. What do, What do you dislike about the game? What's What's another dislike you don't like about the combat? Uh, about the combat, um, or I guess out it, of story re- related things. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed like most of the ride of the game. To be quite honest with you, the only mm-hmm. thing I didn't like was, was all the extra quests. The, the extra quests just didn't feel like it. It it fit into the game. Um, it it really just slowed down the pace. Uh, it, that that was like a big issue with the pacing of the game itself. Yeah, that uh, that it, I wouldn't know anything five. about. I skipped all the side quests. Yeah, see, I the only one I really like was Chadley, um, and that's because you know you get like useful things, it summons uh, other skills and stuff like that. But when it came to like all the other stuff, I just did it just because it was a checklist, honestly, Um, and I didn't have like that much fun doing it and also fighting like really small enemies uh was annoying in the game just like as equally as annoying as like uh fighting like flying enemies just because it's just like it's like why am i killing rats like like that was like uh, one like one yeah you, you gotta you gotta kill a rat eventually in some rpgs <laughs> rats gotta die it's whatever that's a that's a thing yeah. that's a real ass thing um yeah. real fast uh uh, back to movement. I totally forgot about this one. The random movement speed decreases when you're just moving around. Then you can run. Suddenly you got to walk. Suddenly you can run again. Suddenly it's somewhere in between. And I'm like, whoa, hold up. What the fuck? Like, wh- how did this... What? Like, why can't I just run at one constant speed all the time? Ooh, or just choose yeah. between the two? Like, what was that about? <laughs> I mean, if I remember correctly, isn't there like a like a stamina bar or something? Like, because I remember I would run for a bit, stop running, and then no, run, and I, no, you know, I have, like... no, <laughs> no, that was no, that's, no. that's just part of that's just the game. Stamina. That's just the game. <laughs> I'm like, I can't now. I understand if I'm like going under something or if I'm squeezing between some shit, whatever, fine. But I'm like walking, and then suddenly, like maybe I'm going into like a different zone, and it's like, okay, now I can run. The fuck? Oh. I couldn't run before? The fuck? Yeah, there's, there, there, are, there are points in the game where, yeah, out of nowhere, you would go from a sprint to just a dead stop, and then you just start, like, slowly tip-tapping your toes across the... And it's like, it's like why why is this a mechanic? Like, like what's we, this is 2020. They're, they're, they're forcing we're, people to take the game in. We're in 2020. Yeah. Now, understand that there are also some points where there, there's uh, character development happening. It's characters, like, vibing off, each, vibing off each other. They're talking between, like, scenes and whatever. Fine, yeah. whatever. Have me walk between there. Have me run between there. But it's 2020. You can have... You can set up a perfect dialogue timer so I can run and still experience the story while I'm running. What, like, I don't... What the fuck? It's 2020! It's 2020! Yeah, we can it, figure this shit out! <laughs> it's definitely odd, especially because I noticed that it happened a couple of times when there wasn't dialogue. Yeah. Like, I would climb a ladder, and then I'm on a platform. Oh, God. Don't get me on, don't get me on ladders. Bro, yeah, no, and for no. some reason, for some reason, I can't run around on this platform. 
but the moment I clear the door, I can just full on <laughs> like what? The so it's like, uh, and I get, I get like in real life, if you're looking at it from that perspective, it's like, yeah, yeah you could fall off. You could yeah. fall off. Obviously in the game, they don't fall off of anything. Yeah. Uh, because there is an invisible wall oh, for everything. Yeah. But you know, but when you look at it from like an immersive oh, perspective, God. yeah, that totally breaks like immersion. That. Yeah. When you yeah, when you look at it, well, no, it doesn't break immersion. For me. I feel like, I feel like from if you're looking at it from a realistic point of view, of course they're going to be more careful walking around I a platform. Yes. Yeah. Playing. Fine. But it does was just it, like, does it, make sense, does it make sense from a gameplay perspective where you just want to play? No. No. Of course it doesn't. I just want to like if I'm if it looks it was I like I get if I'm on, like on a higher platform or whatever fine whatever have me walk I can walk I can yeah. tiptoe but if I'm like moving it would be times where like what's the first area uh sector seven or some shit then I'm going to yeah. like the underground like the shortcut with Arif I'm like okay now mm -hmm. I'm like walking up to the point now I'm like getting past like a secret load screen still walking now it can full-on sprint i'm like wait hold on what the fuck what yeah there was there was moments where it did feel a little odd um for that um for me for me my biggest uh combat complaint uh well i've got two really um yeah. atb charge times for party members i love the atb system oh god oh god that members you're not controlling is annoying. because they don't yeah. attack they do not attack the ai like, is terrible it's even, just as equivalent I, to I feel, like, I feel like that i feel like that's intentional to get you uh into switching characters because like, by, by the end of the game i was definitely like switching between characters because i was like i was like noticing like trying to launch attacks with like barrett like do a magic attack i'm like bro you don't have no atb yet like how i've been yeah. through my atb bar like several times but yeah. then like, you would have to like switch my my thing is that like I'll see like I'll try and execute a command and it's like oh I'm just a sliver below it so I'm like okay well I'll just wait a couple of seconds instead of switching because it's not worth the time and, and frame is... rate so then I'll sit there and wait the three or four seconds and the moment their ATB is full they would just automatically use it and I'm like you are a dumb fucking AI like like why would you do this to me. Yeah. yeah i mean i understand i understand if i'm like if it's like tifa or uh Aerith. or maybe Aerith, but like barrett is in the fucking back he's shooting people yeah. he always has like a he has hit scan bro like yeah. come on look <laughs> should be full should like be i don't full. care who it is it's that tifa tifa and barrett should be there's should have full atbs during combat and when you switch to them it's just like why is your Stress. atb so low but so. that's why that's why i would outfit tifa with materia where she gets the atb boosts automatically um and i would just switch to her the moment combat started my uh, that way i could get in all that good combo my last thing is prob probably one of the the hardest to me and all this all this is subjective right this is all most of it uh, but it's subjective but um the biggest thing that that was really hard for me was the hp bar compared to the atb bar um mm -hmm. it was the, H the hp bar was really hard to see it's this very thin line the atb gauge is like 
thick as fucking uh, Kim Kardashian, right? Right. And I'm, and I'm like, um, which is more important, bro? Because why is the HP bar like a thin line? Who made this? Yeah. Like, yeah, and you know, and you know, the uh, the MP bar was thicker than the HP bar. Exactly. <laughs> Aesthetics. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, what? Like, like an aesthetic look instead of function. Yeah, and that's, like they should have reduced the size of the MP bar. And given the AT bar, yeah, a different mechanic. because like you, it's it's not like you're rolling you're rolling with like 300 MP or anything, right? You're rolling no. with like 30, 50. 50. Yeah, it's it's not that much. But HP, you're easily within the thousands. But you can't. You might see your. I think it's like a it's like a division line, right? Your current health division line, yeah, or like backslash, and then it's like max. maximum, yeah, max. But it's like. In the middle of combat, I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm trying to see a bar. I'm trying to see, like, a gauge. This is an RPG, and there's always gauges yeah. for health, right? Yeah, it was it was a little difficult at times, and I, I felt like that to, that definitely could have been improved on. Because like, uh, there were times, yeah. there were times where I didn't realize how low I was getting until yeah. Yeah. it was starting to get too late. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden, yeah. I'm having i'm having to use more powerful healing yeah. and extra atb because yeah. i couldn't because it, it wasn't easily accessible same so same, especially same, when you're playing same. on a bigger tv you know so when I, you're playing mm, on a bigger tv now you're having to pay attention to like this giant gap between the <laughs> character and a tiny bar in the corner <laughs> <laughs> um I, I didn't like the limit on materia that could uh, do AOE effects. Um, what do you mean? There's only one in the game that allows you to do uh, AOE, like use Cura on everybody or use Fire on all the enemies. Oh, uh, I, yeah. I, I didn't like that was limited. I understand it's still like the beginning of the game, um, but I felt that would have... I mean, I guess that would have made the game like a little too easy if you had multiple yeah. those. AOE, well, healing, go! Screen. You know, I mean, like, hey, that's a that's a normal thing in uh in like you know other Final Fantasy games. So I don't see well, why it would be, like weird well, there. There is a specific purpose for that. In the original seven, there is a materia called all. All mm. allows you to cast one spell for either against enemies or on your party, right? Yeah. There's only there's only a couple of them in the entire game across three discs. There's only a couple of alls. So you think they're keeping it just like that? So like the next game you're just gonna get like another one and like that's it? Well, yeah, because unlike because with the original Final Fantasy VII, um, when you maxed out a materia, it would they this is how it they literally phrase it, it would give birth to a new materia. So if you maxed out fire, it would automatically create a new low-level fire materia. So all was the same way. But the problem was is that the requirements to level up all were hardcore. Like you had to play dozens of hours mm. in order to level up just one star wow. of all. That's so crazy. maxing out all is like... A very very time consuming task um and you only get a couple of them in the entire game 
So with the original or with the remake, I do understand that point where it's like, yeah, you've only got one of these things that can cast it on everybody. Okay, okay so see, I was I was wondering about that. I know I know we're we're kind of pressed for time right now. So yeah. what can we what can we talk about the story real fast? Uh, I that... can I can go through my story points real quick. I I won't even expand on them really. I've got because I have I have a little I have a few issues myself. Yeah. So so I'll just go through my positives and then my negatives, and we'll just uh, I'll call it a day with that one. But uh, positives, I love the added screen time for extra Avalanche members. I love it. I love that they gave mm. Jesse a more realized Jesse is waifu. She's yeah, exactly. Gay. She's best girl. Uh, the whole pizza thing, I was like, oh, man, I want the pizza. Yeah. Um, I love it, that they expanded on Cloud's history earlier in the game than they did on the OG. I was going to say um, Yeah, they do explain like his past with Soldier and... Uh, his memories and stuff like that. Do I they? love that they did that. Yes, they do. Uh, I I love do that they, they did that. Early. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking tell you. Uh, <laughs> I love that they introduced Sephiroth earlier in this game than they did in the original. Uh, uh, they talk about yeah. him more frequently. Oh. They show him very early. I loved it. Um, Wall Market being expanded absolutely incredible i thought it was such a good idea okay. to make all market a bigger focus well because you've got the arena you've got really good uh, item stores mm. uh, i thought they did a good job on that well you know you can suck a dick ah so, um, no no it's fine i think it well i'll think wall market is fine <laughs> i don't know how it was like an original but i think it, it i think it's like an okay another place right it was okay it was all right it was uh, it was a different pace <laughs> I get it. Yeah. It's like it's it's what what's the lore? They're like uh they're kind of like in the blind eye of Shinra or some shit, right? Yeah. Uh so I think this I think it's a nice place. I think it's fine. Yeah, I thought they did a good job. It's definitely upgraded from the first game. From the original, yeah. Um and I love that callback with the turret that can shoot at you in the store you try to for, go to. For the OGs. That happened in the original. That's in the original as well. So for I love the OGs. that. I love you that they you can't be mad about that. <laughs> no. I, I, I have to use... be. <laughs> but go I ahead, go ahead. They... Yeah. I love that they used Don Corneo far more than they did in the original at that point. Because he does pop up later on in the original game once. Mm. But I thought I thought using him a little bit more in the uh, uh in the remake was a good idea. The fucking um, uh Eris Winnie. <laughs> oh yeah oh my god <laughs> um i love i love the addition of the uh the elites from uh wall market those people you have to impress i love their addition they're not in the original oh. they were really good yeah they're really good characters for the remake i thought they did a great job on that i loved johnny's entire side story sean wouldn't know about this because he didn't fucking bother with side stuff i almost did for i almost did johnny's shit and i was just like eh, fuck johnny I love, there's, a, there's a trophy for doing it so i love johnny's side story i thought it was so funny um giving Aerith and her mom more exposure in the game i thought that that was a good move 
Because in the OG, it's uh, her mom is just a fucking blip in the story. <laughs> Dude, no, uh, most, most of these characters are. <laughs> yeah, most of this stuff is. So I love that, but they really put emphasis on things that I felt like mattered, um, especially when it came to Aerith and her mom. Okay. Um, and then I thought, and finally, I thought uh, streamlining a lot of the lore and the function of the world itself made a lot more sense. Like how Shinra impacts lives in the game how the monsters and machines coexist within the game or within the world um and then they finally made sense of the hell house i don't know if you know this but hell house was an original monster from the og and it made zero sense it made zero sense because it pops up out of nowhere but in the remake it's a boss it's a boss fight in the arena so i thought it was so uh, very well executed. So coming from someone who has not, who's not a Final Fantasy fan, uh, coming from someone who's new into the series, coming from someone who's big into JRPGs, coming from someone who's big into RPGs in general, um, the writing in this game is cheesy as fuck. This is some like basic ass '90s writing of like. Of like game shit, right? Like everything is so like charismatic, so sometimes super optimistic. Uh, it it makes it's just like cringe city sometimes. It's like oh, well, it wasn't the original. Yeah. You know the dialogue. The dialogue was you know they had to, especially because in the original it's all text. They have to be extra. But we can do this. You, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, but when you translate it, when you translate it into a voice acted uh, piece, that's when that. Yeah, I can see where that cheesiness and that extraness. This is so extra. Uh, <laughs> yeah, seems seems a bit much. Uh, but honestly, that's how that's how that was. Now I so. I get I get Barrett. I this. As an aside, I get Barrett. Barrett is fine. Whatever. He yeah. that's I, I assume this is his character. He's just like a he's a big guy. He he has a mission. Uh-huh. He believes in something. That's fine. Everybody else is like, what the fuck? Aerith, what are you saying right now? You're everything's whoosh right now. It's whoosh. <laughs> right over my head. Like what it's ridiculous. Um and cl- and I feel like at this point of the game, I have to keep stressing this. At this point of the game. Cloud's persona, his character, his personality, it does not fit in this world. It doesn't fit in this universe. It doesn't fit in this galaxy. It, he does not feel like he belongs here. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means for like the greater story. Um, but that but... is his story. That is his story. Even if you watch the uh, movie Advent Children, uh, which is a great movie. I, I liked it. But um, you, he struggles with where he fits in 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 the world and that the story is about him trying to figure that out uh while fighting these these so that's uh, a, powerful entities. so that's like a story that's a legitimate story intentional thing it's not like something yeah. that's just like yeah absolutely even though there's a bunch of there's a tons there's tons of other soldiers right we we've seen him um mm-hmm. but cloud cloud specifically he just to me, he doesn't fit in. So I guess maybe well, maybe they did something right. Maybe I guess that's what you're saying. Well, 
they didn't they didn't expand on it too much in the remake That's but there is a reason why he feels that way okay and you know we can talk about the spoiler if you want that's fine it's whatever that's so, good that's well, as long as as long as it makes sense it makes sense you're saying yeah. that this is an intentional so, thing okay yeah so with cloud the reason why he feels that way is because he was never soldier he thinks he was soldier because he was experimented on so because of the experiments he wound up uh taking zach's memories he thinks that he did everything zach did but zach zach was soldier first class zach had the buster sword zach had the clothes and then when they escaped the laboratory zach died protecting cloud who was still recovering and when he comes to zach is just like oh you know you gotta you know, finish the story. You got to live your life, blah, blah, blah. And so Cloud takes the Buster Sword and his broken psyche takes all of those experiences he had with Zack and puts himself into Zack's position instead of his own, where he was just a regular goon. He had the the stupid, like, tri-mask thing on and the gun. That was Cloud. Holy shit, that just blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, I was getting so, I was getting that vibe. I was getting that vibe. Yeah, so Cloud Cloud was a regular dude. He was a regular goon, but because of the experiments with him and Zach, he thinks everything he did was in Zach's position, not in his own. No. So he remembers he remembers seeing Tifa's dad get murdered. He remembers all that because he was there, but he was behind everything. Zach was the one who runs in. Now I feel like we we can't have a podcast without talking about this. we can't we, we can't talk about Final Fantasy VII remake without talking about this particular scene and is of course the the DDR dance scene. Like, <laughs> I feel like this definitely has to be talked about, and this goes on to another I point I that I don't it. like. Uh, why? <laughs> why I thought why? I thought it was. Because it's fun. Yeah. Who cares? It's fun. It was such a nice break from some of the monotony of the side quests. Because don't get me wrong, I loved some of those side quests, but a lot of them made zero fucking sense. So doing that dance routine because you're trying to get the dress felt so natural. Because in the original, it was just like, yeah, do these crunches. And then um, do this other thing, and then you get the stuff for the dress. Mm. But doing, but the but the dress in the remake is determined on which side quests you did, leading up to Walmart. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. So your dress is determined based off of interactions with people. Aerith's dress is uh, dictated on if you did all of the side quests with her. And then Tifa's dress is dictated on whether you did all the side quests with her. I like Tifa's. So, Tifa's was lit. But well, I didn't do I didn't do any I didn't do any side quests. Yeah. So the dresses are gonna look different. So if you did all the side quests, and then there's a few language options you have to select as well that change what the dresses look like. And I thought that was a really nice touch. And then the dance thing on top of that dictates what Cloud's dress is going to be like. So then you complete all of that. And it's like, holy shit, this was really fun. And I felt like it paid off. That's interesting. I didn't know that because I think Arif's dress was just her taking off her 
red jacket. <laughs> like, I feel like that's literally what it was for mine. <laughs> well, it depends on the dress. Yeah, it depends on the dress. So because I did all of because I did all of Aerith's side quests, she was probably yeah, like I half did... naked. Her titty was hanging out and shit. Yeah, basically. Damn. She had, like, she had, like, she had jewelry on. Yeah, I'm about to go back and, and do this. Like... Shit. Hold up. It's the same with Tifa. You know, if you if you go back and do all of the things to favor Tifa, um, because oh, like when you talk, oh, maybe that's why. Maybe that's yeah, because when you go back and talk to Chocobo Sam. And he's like, oh, well, what does she look like? You have to select certain dialogue in order for the progression to happen uh, for, the, for the dress. So it's it's really an interesting mechanic. That's interesting. Uh, I know, um, I know, yeah, because, like, Tifa was, like, in this really, like, she was, like, in this blue thing, and it was, like, really hot. I'm like, damn, Tifa, you fine. And then Eric comes out, and she just got her hair down. I'm like, bitch, you, all you did was take take off your damn jacket. You didn't even do shit. People looking at you like you, like, fine as hell, bitch. Like, you you literally didn't do anything. You just got your shoulders out. Yeah, yeah, like, the good, the good, the good Eric's dress is, is pretty fantastic, so... And that's interesting because I know Maximilian, dude, me, he was... I was wondering about the uh, dialogue choices and what that impacted. Because I was like, what am I working towards here? Like a romance? Yeah. Like with certain, oh, selecting oh. certain things? Like I remember after like the sewer part. <laughs> yeah, the sewer part. I think that was the main thing. Oh, Maximilian, dude, was talking about. Yeah, you had to, you had to pick. It, like the game was making a, a clear choice to you, but it was so subtle that like you could have just it could have just went over your head instantly. Right. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, this must be a thing, right? This must be a yeah. clear thing. So, but you know, that's a callback to the original. Cause the yeah. original didn't really have those for the dress mechanic. What it did was with the option, if you favored Tifa or if you favored Aerith, what would happen is at a point in the first disc, when you get to the casino called the gold saucer, it's outside of Midgard. It's a totally different section of the game. When you get there, there is a date on a roller coaster, I believe. And who you go on that date with is dependent on what you chose earlier in the game for all of these other options. So the whole dress mechanic and how you talk to Aerith or Tifa um, is kind of a callback to that. Oh, geez. For the OGs. Yep. Um, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh... It's not, yeah. I we went mostly over um, a lot of things for me. Uh, so, Jakku's, uh like rapid fire. You want to go? Everybody, rapid fire. Hmm. No. Uh, shit. I, I my my audio's been going in and out for a minute now. What, what yeah, did you say? Rapid fire. Rapid, rapid fire. fire. What? Uh, things we didn't cover oh, that you wanted to talk about. We're yeah, we're we're getting to that time. <laughs> no, let's, just let's wrap it up. Go, you guys can go do just go through the rapid fire because my shit's going in and out. All right, so okay. some random shit that I just was like thinking about when I was playing the game. I really miss good uh quick time events. I really I'm a fan of quick time events, right? I, I love quick time events. I know it's kind of shitty, uh, but there clearly there wasn't any in the game uh, i mean you can count the, the triangle switches which i really hated like you had to hold for a switch you can, like it's not a struggle to pull down a switch but anyway so stupid <laughs> uh i want to know how many people played on easy for the story if if you guys played on easy for the story just for the story alone 
hit us up in our emails defeatfromgeekmountain at gmail.com please because i want to i want to know how many people like actually played on easy for the story um the gender equality and the subverting like gender norms thing is fine cool i'm all for that that is i'm i'm an ally i love it but cloud can't fight in a fucking arena with a dress i can't go into the arena with the dress with cloud what the fuck is that about i want to do that shit what the fuck is a lot of people don't notice that a lot of people didn't notice that i'm sure but i i did i was like yo i was like yo yeah i know because he doesn't have his gear i get that but like still come on like i want to be able to do that like if i want to subvert gender norms i want to fight in a dress with cloud like come on come on um i did like that uh sony slash square uh might have been the com combination of both of them they disabled they disabled recording of the final chapter completely Mm -hmm. i thought that was really cool um i'm not i did not verify this with uh ps4 remote play so i'm not really sure how that all works together if there's even some type of functionality with those together so that's that's really interesting um kind of want to know uh like what why did cloud tell barrett that like jesse and biggs died so late i don't understand like they died like in in like out i guess game time wise they probably died like maybe six to ten hours before uh when cloud tells them when cloud tells barrett that they died which is kind of fucking weird don't understand that that i don't know if that's like goes back to like the og ff7 or just it doesn't because they they because in the og those are very different deaths uh okay so yeah the whole whisper thing came into play it was so yeah it was so weird because i'm just like what you could have just told him like right then and there um what else uh i did like the interactive puzzles with quotation marks puzzles uh although they kind of sucked uh especially early game because the game doesn't give you much time to like solve them before giving you a hint like i want to actually struggle with a puzzle if it's an actual puzzle i want to struggle with them then it's like oh hint this is what you should do i'm like well it's been like two minutes calm down (laughs) 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 like it's not and it's not even like do you want a hint no it's like hint here you go (laughs) i'm like um that's not that's not cool uh Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. I did like the elevator scene when they're in uh, the Shinra, what headquarters? Yeah. Um, where uh, you can see there's clearly normies working at Shinra, right? Not everybody yeah. is like a fucking hard ass trying to kill you. Uh, oh, you has, took like, the families. elevator. You took the elevator. Were you not supposed to take the elevator? No, I took the stairs. Yeah. I took the stairs. Oh, I guess that was an option, funnier. wasn't it? Yeah, I guess yeah, there was an option. Huh. Because you literally have to go up every flight of stairs, which is another callback to the OG. And it gets funny because about 20 flights up, your speed reduces by oh, really? so much. Yeah, and Cloud's like got his hands on his hips, like huffing and puffing. And so <laughs> the dialogue between him and Barrett makes that entire section. I like I, I still I still had I I had a good chuckle in uh with the the normies at Shimmer. Yeah, with the, the and it was just cool. It was just awkward too because it was just like they were in the elevator just going up and they're like you know decked out. Not only are they decked them. out, yeah, 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 but they really did like take down an entire fucking company <laughs> and yeah, they're in the elevator. 
Yeah, because when I because I've replayed it, so when I replayed it, I went out. I did uh, the elevator. yeah, I saw that. I was like, yeah. huh? Should I take the? No, it makes sense to take the elevator. Duh. I did the like, stairs. The stairs was funny for me. I was like, oh my god. That, okay, yeah, that's elevator. cool. Um, and I guess it sounds like from what you're saying, there's definitely a lot of, and what the game puts into it too is a lot of replayability, which is um yeah. typical for RPG. But for this one, there are definitely you're definitely rewarded good scenes with that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think lastly, one of my biggest gripes, uh, or I guess two of them, was there's no like log for previous dialogue. That's like a staple in all RPGs and all modern RPGs nowadays. Well, modern, outside from yeah. outside from Dark Souls, which is mm-hmm. kind of obvious because Dark Souls is a fucking bitch to you. Um, there's no log of it. So if I'm like, and this is Final Fantasy, bro. Like, what the fuck? So like, I want to go back and like actually like, uh, like kind of read between the lines, kind of analyze some of these like characters what they're saying at that like not at that moment, but like, like as a book, and I can't do that. You know, um, that sucks. And there's no replay scenes either, right? You can't replay scenes. You gotta just play the game again straight up um, well no um or is there you, after you beat it you can select an individual chapter to play you gotta play the game again yeah basically you gotta play well not the well, game you know, exactly the entirety of it but you, you play, play the, the chapter. chapter fine yeah. whatever but still yeah um and then the the constant noise filter for his for klaus hallucinations that shit was so frequent so like overused like i feel like if you're if you're seeing this this person that's really important to the lore and the story like i feel like it shouldn't be overused every like four hours every like three cutscenes. cloud is just like touching his head oh oh what's wrong nothing oh like <laughs> typical anime yeah. cliches. I mean, it, did, it did happen in the original. That was a very important thing that happened a lot in the original. And if you could imagine playing it on a PlayStation, like the OG PlayStation, and the piercing sound that would play during <laughs> games. Trust me, playing the remake, I was like, oh yeah, this is great. I, I love this sound, but when you go play the OG and he has those headache flashbacks, yeah. it's it is piercing. It is bad. So Jesus. count your blessings. That's crazy. Um, but other than yeah. that, that's yeah, that's that's the last things for me. I got my gripes out of the way. But I'm glad you I'm guys actually, accepted them. For me, uh, for me, I'm actually just gonna say some negatives. I said a lot of positives. Um, oh, and Red so is playable. Red isn't playable. Well, there's a now. Reason well, there's a reason for that. Oh, well, I wanted him to be playable. I know, but they didn't want to introduce a new player's mechanics so late in the game, which is completely understandable. It's like, yeah, you, you've only got you've only got a couple hours with them. Fuck really. around with them. I'm gonna fuck around. Anyway, That's fine. for me, whatever. For me, uh, biggest things. Some additional story content was completely unnecessary. I felt like the addition of Roche was right. absolutely unnecessary. Fuck, the, who the uh, fuck was that? The soldier, the crazy soldier on the motorcycle. Oh, I liked him. That guy was a lot of fun. 
I, I like hated them. Roche. I hated Roche. I thought the, it was so unnecessary. The, motor, the motorcycle, uh, uh, the chase. Oh, well, the right. motorcycle scene is fun. Yeah. The character is bad. Uh, That's my gripe. I don't care that they added that. Yeah, I, I can see he's yeah. really cliche. Like, yes. yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I was like, all right, you can't, you can't escape, you can't escape JRPG cliches too much. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so, fine, so the, it's, whatever. He yeah. gets a pass. I so, it. so the addition of Roche, um, I hated that you always had to split up. I hated that. It was some Scooby Doo mm. shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was always like Barrett fell through the ground, or or Cloud and Aerith got split up from Tifa. Or that something. was I that was interesting. That. Yeah, I thought, was, I thought it was the dumbest Scooby Doo bullshit <laughs> in the whole game. I was like, come on, man! Like, give me the whole party. There wasn't enough. Yeah, that's interesting. Had, there wasn't enough points in the game where you had all three. And that's what. Bob yeah, said. yeah. That's I kind of missed that similar, too. Uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen was it? Where like the entire game, you're the the game is choosing your like party for you. Yeah, like, the game. The, until, yeah, oh 13, my god. Yeah, up until like the ninth chapter, where like the game actually opens up into an open world. Mind you, yeah. this is like fifty hours into the game. Yep. <laughs> you you don't get to choose your party at all, so you're stuck nope. playing with these people. So, mm. but that's how I felt about this as well, is that they, they shoehorn the characters into your party. You have no option. You have yeah. no option on the, on your party members. And it's like, yeah, there's only four of them. And one, like one of them's cloud. He has to be in your team. Yeah. And so it's like, so you have an option of two characters out of the three. And I felt like there wasn't enough moments where you had any of them really there was too much of like cloud and tifa cloud and Aerith, cloud is that and artificial Barry. difficulty you think so because you have to work with what you got at that point and it's like hey let's no, just cut that in half no i think i i think it was just more lazy than anything mm. i think it was more of like they like they wanted to give barrett a solo section okay and it's like okay but black lives he, matter I, section like I still could have had my other party members with me in that section. Like, yeah, it, it was just annoying. Um, so that really bothered me. I hated Red Thirteen's intro. It felt so minor compared to whatever compared to everything else happening around you at the time. You were fighting mm. like ultra elite uh, aliens at that time. Yeah, you were fighting like Hojo shit. And then all of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, here's the last of this species, and it can talk to me. And that everybody's like just Simba. like, oh it's, a, oh, oh, it's a talking cat. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then that's it. That's like, in the original, it was more impactful. And, it, and uh, then, like, Aerith touches him and is like, oh. And then he has that super cliche fucking, oh, when Aerith touched me, I remembered yeah. some memories. I'm I like, oh, my God. Like, Red 13's whole intro just felt so Okay, weird. I feel that. I feel because that. in the original, because in the original, it was Red 13 and Aerith devised a plan where he's going to pretend to try and eat her in order to get Hojo to release them. That was the whole thing. And then they released them. Um, so so that was like, I felt like they deviated from the original mm. and it wasn't a good choice. And it wasn't a good choice. I'm not a purist with the original, but I felt the change that they did make for Red 13's intro was kind of lame. Um, mm. 
I like that they showed additional avalanche factions, or at least talked about them. But when they actually, but when they actually implemented it in that one chapter, what chapter? it was so. It's the chapter with Roche, where you where you're infiltrating uh, Shinra base for the first with, time. Um, Jesse with Jesse. Oh, with Jesse. Okay. You know, you uh, do that whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah. Then, like, and then like, yeah. the additional Shinra faction, not Shinra, uh, Avalanche. The additional Avalanche faction shows up to save you. And it's like, this is not, like, this is such a, I, I want to say, like, a deus ex machina. Like, mm. you're about to get murked. And and then yeah. all of a sudden, a faction that a you faction never mentioned in. before, a faction you never mentioned before shows up, saves your life. And then you only mention them one more time. Because how do you game. how do you in know the that there's other factions if you haven't played the original? Well, there are, there are no they don't mention them. They don't mention the them. Original. Okay, no. yeah i I heard about these. I heard that that that, there, that Avalanche was a global thing. Watching Maximilian dude's uh, demo video of Final Fantasy yeah. VII remake, so I was like, oh, okay. There's different factions. That's no, cool. in the original, but it's it. just it's your just, team. Just that team. Yep. Around and so and so during the okay. plate during the plate collapse scene when everybody dies except for Barrett and Tifa in uh, in terms of members of Avalanche, um, they're the last. They're the last of Avalanche oh, in the original wow. game. So so the introduction of additional factions I felt was cool, but yeah. the way that they introduced them and used it was really bad. Okay. Um, yeah. And then my last gripe, my last gripe is too much emphasis on the whispers. I like the whispers. Too much emphasis on the whispers. They were like fucking bad. everywhere, and I'm just like, who? What? What are these things? Am I supposed to like yep. what? Like what? <laughs> and like, I get it. Like, I get their purpose and everything. I understand the whole metaphor, yada yada yada. But the implementation of them was so forced. Like there's too many sections where they just show, show up, up in mass. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's like, I don't like, like, like this, like the, in particular, what are these things? The biggest, yeah. The, the worst instance for me of the whispers is when you're in the sector seven slums and they're surrounding the yeah. bar mm-hmm. and you're basically crawling with Aerith while having to fight these things and get there. And it's like, why could like, that felt so unnecessary. It could have literally just been you chasing an individual whisper. And then you get to the bar and you're like, Oh shit. But, uh, yeah, I feel like I those, feel like I feel like padding. the whispers were, uh, like prototype heartless. <laughs> it was dumb. I mean, I don't mind them. I don't mind. I don't mind their purpose. I don't mind the story with them the the sheer amount of times i had to interact with them that's what threw me off yeah it was like oh yeah. they're not helping us oh they're attacking us okay we're attacking them okay now they're helping but us no. okay yeah, now they're helping they're us helping. okay wait yeah. hold on they're everywhere what the fuck is going on <laughs> yep and now you're now you're in the upside down and they're everywhere <laughs> <laughs> You know, so it was just weird. But anyway, cool. Um, so that's what I got. Yeah, we can talk about. I know Final Fantasy VII is like this huge world. It's loved among people endlessly throughout all different parallel universes. Um, but we, we got to cut it short here. I know Jakuz mm-hmm. has things to do. I'm sure, Nathan has things to do. I also got to mm-hmm. piss. 
Um, mm-hmm. so where can people find you, Nathan? Where where uh where can people find you? I don't know. <laughs> uh yeah, so they can find my book on Amazon. Um it's available in every region on Amazon. So Amazon, Mexico, mm. India, UK, Canada, whatever, man. It's everywhere. Um so Xeno Christ, uh, it's available worldwide. Um on ebook paperback unfortunately is only available in the united states and in the uk for the time being because of the coronavirus um oh and god you mentioned it i know i'm sorry <laughs> um it's not my fault but it, it's pertinent to my struggles um like i can't i can't even get a physical copy of my own book because of it oh so yeah it's it's rough um and then obviously i'm on twitter a lot uh nh weber writes um i'm also on instagram with the same handle so uh yeah Mm. that's where you find me cool awesome and as always um i'm streaming uh most days of the week uh you guys can find me uh twitch.tv slash sure you can pizza um hopefully we'll get jacuz out there one of these years one of these decades one of these centuries uh but and then we also have the fifa geek mountain has lots of cool shit coming up so please keep track of us because we're about to blow the fuck up we're about to be like uh kim kardashian second reference of her on this podcast (laughs) uh we're about to be like kim k so as always we will see you guys next time on the mountain Jacuz just like signed off. Yeah. <laughs> no, my my audio. You're lagging, bro. Yeah, he's done so. Yeah. The the geek mountain. All right, take care. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, he's always yeah, he's always fucking up at the end of the podcast. Oh no. Yeah. No, not always fucking up at the end of the podcast. Okay, yeah, you're not you're not fucking up at the end of the podcast. Well, you're listening. This episode of The Feed from Geek Mountain was produced by Calvin Young and Sean Harden. Edited by Sean Harden, and the theme song was composed by me, Yerk the Jerk. If you have any questions or you want to be featured in our weekly care package, email us at thefeedfromgeekmountain at gmail.com or say hi on Instagram, at thefeedfromgeekmountain. Don't forget to favorite us on Spotify. We're just trying to climb to the top. See you guys next time on The Mountain, The Geek Mountain. So. <laughs> exactly. So what's the what will happen anyway? Try not to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Sorry, Nathan. I'm so bad at opening us up. <laughs> you want me to do it? You want me to do it? No, I'm I'm tired of you holding my hand. I'm tired of it. You t- are you? <laughs> you know what? You are know you? what? I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, sure. You can bring us in. All right, guys. <laughs>